0: Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve, the professor. Welcome once again to a new episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. If you are joining us once again, thank you for coming back. If you are a first-time listener, please hit the follow, the subscribe, whatnot, so you can come back each week and hang out with us again. Um, today, I want to talk about something that everybody in America has been overexposed to this week and kind of is probably overexposed to always um, from a media perspective. And that is kind of your programming. Uh, what are you exposed to each week? If you're um, refreshing your browsers on CNN, on Fox News, on NBC News, you know, what do the different inputs look like for your brain? Uh, if you don't check news online, if you watch TV, What's that look like if you, you know, get exposed to more you know, different form of commercials? If you listen to radio, what's that look like? If you just talk to folks, you know, in your house or at work, what do those channels look like? So I want to talk about your programming. We all kind of each day kind of program ourselves. If you think about it, we expose ourselves to advertising, to, you know, different sources of, of art, of entertainment, of, of, of knowledge, of information. And that affects you know, these neural synapses we have that, that create the thoughts we have each minute. So I think it's really important to to be conscious of, of the choices you make in terms of what you're exposing yourself to. Um, so, you know, what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, what you talk about, those type of things. Um, in previous, you know, back in my teaching career, in, in, in different semesters, I would talk about different themes. And one of the themes I had pretty good success with, and so I would kind of keep coming back to it throughout the semester, uh, was um, you know, being an informed consumer. And I would hit this from the perspective of of them knowing about the basic, like you are what you eat. A lot of these were nutrition students or health students. They, They knew about nutrition. And so I would say, you know, you know about being a consumer from that perspective, you are what you eat. Well, how does that work for your brain? The information you consume, how does that build this thing that's, that's, that's working each minute of every day? How does that work out? And so I talk to them about informing yourself, too, you know, that side of it, informing yourself. And, you know, if you're going to buy a new laptop, if you're going to buy, you know, if you're going to subscribe to a new magazine, which happened at the beginning you know, of my college tenure career, um, magazine s- subscriptions aren't really like that, obviously. So it might be subscribing to Spotify or might be subscribing to whatever it is, whatever you might spend your money on. <clears throat> Those things require you to inform yourself. What am I getting from my dollars? And if you're, if you're not getting your value, you're not gonna spend that money. And so if you're gonna recruit you know, some websites to help you figure out which car to buy, you know, make sure you pick good websites. You know, that's like which books you're reading. If you wanna learn about philosophy, you know, don't assume because you read one philosopher that you know all about how philosophy works. This other philosopher might blow that out of the water and you know, have you just totally thinking about this in an entirely different way. So you wanna inform yourself. And, and consume things that you know resonate with you, and so you know think about what you're focused on each day. You know what's on your feed. <laughs> you know what do you, you, know, Do you wake up and check? You know, IG. Do you wake up and you know go over to some Reddit streams? You know, or uh, string uh, th- threads? Do you go over to? What are you doing? You know, what are you checking every day? Do you get up and check? You know, news. Like the news news, do you get up and um, listen to music? Do you get up and go for a workout? What, what works for you? And it's about programming. I don't, I don't even really just mean the information. I mean also the habits. You know, What's on your program, kind of, so to speak? If you were a football program, what do you stand for? You know, When you get up and work out, how does that feel compared to when you get up and check a bunch of news sources on the, you know, if it bleeds, it leads headline type scenario basis? Uh, it's not really usually great for your, for your psyche that day. And so those choices matter. You know what are you what are you focused on? What are you what are you choosing in that in that daily RSS feed? What's popping into your brain? Um, and so this being you know who needs a classroom? I was thinking about it from like a curriculum perspective. You know, um, as I left school and decided to do you know more artist type things full time, and and also homeschool my child full time, which is a whole other episode. I had to figure out what's on the curriculum what are we doing today? What's PE look like? What does music appreciation look like? What is social studies? You know, um, he's kind of, you're still working through, through school in a distance way. So it's not all homeschool, obviously it's kind of a hybrid scenario. But for me, I was already kind of doing that before I got thrust into this crazy kind of distance ed coronavirus 2020 scenario. I was figuring out what books I wanted to read, you know, what information, if you're a writer, if you're a you know, performer, an artist, you notice that whatever you pump into your brain kind of comes back out in different forms. It affects your your dreams, your subconscious, your psyche, your everything. And so I learned that I really liked when I was reading, I don't know, Joseph Campbell or reading, um, you know, I like a lot of Nietzsche stuff and just seeing what it would do to my brain, looking at this from this different angle. And then, you know, keep on, re- go down the rabbit holes, read other stuff, read something that Nietzsche read, read something that Joseph Campbell, you know, read, da 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 those type of things help you to find thought patterns that resonate with you, and the more you can not just find what resonates with you but find things that contrast with you, find things that challenge you, find things that help provide a critical analysis or critical perspective or counterpoint, those things are what helps you to really, really, really grow and so, yeah, what is on your curriculum? what are you what are the habits that are gonna get you where you need to go? You know what are you what are the push ups for your mind, so to speak, if you're doing every day doing you know Five sets of twelve push-ups, or whatever your regimen is. What's that for your brain? Are you doing? If I'm a rapper, am I doing you know five different verses twelve times each? What's my mental gymnastics, you know, or mental, you know, calisthenics that I need to be working on? So, what's your curriculum? I love that. I think it's an Aristotle quote. That's um, you know, excellence is basically a habit. You know, it's it's not just this magical gift. It's it's a it's a habitual practice. And so, it's it's comes down to our habits are we holding ourselves to an excellent standard and if we are then then excellence becomes our way of being and that's that's an important difference than thinking you have to have this magical gift of oh man he's superior to others he has the gift he's you know he's endowed that's very different than i can hold myself to my best practice every day and that then becomes my standard. That's a different viewpoint. So, I really like that excellent habit type idea. So, um, in the idea of habits, think and ask yourself, how are you investing in yourself long term? What habits are going to get you towards the goals that you have for yourself? Because, you know, the steps required to get there have to be placed one after another after another. You can't just, oh man, I hope and I wish and maybe it'll happen and you know if only those aren't going to get you there you have to have these practices and so how are you investing in yourself i think i think 2020 and COVID is a very test your metal type scenario for this because my normal would have been make some music you know add some of it into the live set my live set's kind of always adapting and has some a lot of old numbers kind of or not we're just kind of has kind of the standards, and then there's some older ones, there's some newer ones, and I kind of always add to it and test out things, and the test-out process is gone now. I can't test out things. There's no shows to do. Um, I mean, I've seen some folks doing shows now, but it's not safe. There was 120,000 cases, 125,000 cases this week. It's not safe. So not doing shows, so that means I can't road test stuff. So I got to work on stuff at the house, and I'm stockpiling a bunch of music, which is dope, but what's going to happen when's it going to open up is it going to open up what's the new normal look like um it's part of why i'm on a podcast also is this creates a different platform but um as you're trying to figure out you know in this kind of holding pattern do i just make a bunch of music or do i develop new skills like somebody might say i've heard seen, seen folks say we're in you know we're inside it's cabin fever i'm gonna learn italian or i'm gonna learn something i'm gonna learn how to i'm gonna build a website i'm gonna you know invest in myself and mine has been drum machines. I had learned at the beginning, kind of before coronavirus, when I left school, I was already using the SP and that was my beginning. It made sense to me in a way that the MPC had, hadn't been making sense to me for a while. And then event, and then recently I invested in the MPC, uh, the uh, Machine Plus and they both really make sense to me now and I work them back to, and forth together and it's, it's awesome. But it was kind of like learning two languages. It's learning, I'm not a producer necessarily by nature. In the beginning I was, when I first started rapping, I would mess around and make beats but then I quickly met people who were better at beats than me and so it made sense to rap more focus on the raps and not the beats and so during downtime now I'm trying to invest in the beats side. I think I can not just have um, good beats that I make but also have it changed my live performance. I can add these loops and add these these new levels to what I do that are different. So I can find a way to make a good situation out of this time off, even though I can't do shows. I can enhance my show in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise. So that's kind of part of my programming right now: is get up, make beats, you know, work on writing to those beats, trying to enhance my artistry, essentially, and and that also requires you again the reading, you know, reading some things that are stimulating to your mind. Having good folks around you and good energy and vibes. Like, if I'm, you know, having to be more of a like authoritarian type of, you know, disciplined person to my 10 year old and he's not wanting to do a school and somehow I got behind the day and I was working on beats instead of helping him do his school, then it doesn't work. So I got to be the dad first. I got to get out in front of things. You know, I got to find ways to have my dad be a huge part of my program, like the top, because if I don't do the dad stuff, the rest of it won't happen. If I'm going to have time downstairs during the day, it's probably during him knocking out math homework time or knocking out something else. So I got to help get him on track, make sure he's watching his, his lectures like he should, make sure he's engaged, usually he kills it. But if I get out in front of it, it makes a huge difference. So that's a whole other lecture is the homeschooling, uh, hybrid schooling, 2020 type stuff. But um, when I think about my own program, what's the priorities is it the drum machines? Is it being a dad? It's dad first. You know, the drum machines are important and awesome to me and really stimulating an artist's side that I, I hadn't got to scratch as much before, but I have to have priorities in life that are even, you know, that supersede that sometimes. And that, that's the grown up stuff of life. So your program involves the real life grounding of where you really are. Um, but ask yourself, I was curious, any listeners, yo, know, how are you investing in yourself long term? What are you doing right now to make use of this downtime? It'd be very easy to, you know, eat lots of chips and cookies, but it'd be also and watch movies, but it'd also be, you know, you could use that time to work out. So which way, you know, which turn, which pathway are you are you headed, kind of so to speak. And so, yeah, how are you invest in yourself long term? You know, what what's going to make you better and enrich your, your program. Uh, I played football and so program, the program idea of what's your program value, hard work, excellence, you know, commitment to detail. What are the things that are t- pillars or tenants of your program? So that was an idea I had kind of for the listeners was if, if you looked at your life, like it was a college football program, cause I played, I played college football at a high level. And so the program ideas is a college sports idea. If you looked at your life, like it was a, you know, your program, how would you run it? What do you stand for? Is it hard work, honesty, you know, like I said, attention to detail, is it is it uh, thinking outside the box? Is it being there for others? Is it being, what, what, are, what are your program pillars? What is like the top three, top five things that, you know, if, if this is you at work, if this is you in the home, if this is you as an overall human, if it's you, you know, known for as an artist, to your fans, whatever way you're looking at it, you know, what are you known for? And then aligning what do you want to be known for or, you know, the difference in what you are and what you want to be in terms of your program to get there, to align the two, to help you get to where you see yourself compared to where you are now. I think that's something that Corona, COVID season quarantine 2020 has helped us to really, or should have focused a lot of us is, is why do you do this? do you really want to do this you know what happens if we can't do shows anymore what happens if a lot of the the reasons why they may have drawn you into this aren't there anymore it really kind of creates a soul-searching scenario i think so i think there's some there's some silver lines to 2020 that'll that'll resonate for quite a while the fact of the matter is you are running a program you're running your life or if you're like me and you have a ten year old in the house, and you have a you know a family, and you and it's a home, and and you or or say it's your roommates, say it's just you know you and another roommate or a whole bunch of roommates or your company. These are programs. These are your if you if it's yours or if you, or even if it's not yours, let's say you're just a working part of it, so to speak. You have this obligation if you're part of it and you and you care about your outcome to kind of contribute to it in a way that affects the greater whole and provides the outcome that you're looking for or at least contributes towards it. Because, you know, if I'm in the house and I decide, oh, man, I wish I had more time. And, oh, why why, why does is, the why is little man keep bothering me? Why does he keep needing help on his math homework? He knows this. What's, what's the deal? And I have a negative attitude. It's going to end up taking longer to help him. It's going to create a scenario where maybe I don't head it off at the pass. It's, it's going to take longer. The negative attitude really doesn't ever work out well. And so if I'm the leader of the household, if I'm the one kind of at home, like train conductor status, I got you know, to keep things on track. I, I, I don't got to get mad at the fact that there are things to be done. You got to get out in front of it, develop the schedule so that the clocks or you know, the trains can all be on time or whatever, however, whatever metaphor we want to cross-reference it with. Just remember, you're, you're in charge of this program that is your life. When you got nine months of of stay at home time or of disruption to your norm time, for me as a rapper, does that mean I get mad? Oh man, I had this whole show ready. I was gonna go to South by Southwest. That was booked. Oh, I was going to New York City. Oh man, like, I can't even. My show isn't even like relevant now. It's not all current events. Da da da. And oh man, if I try to make a new show, is it going to be relevant six months from now? i get all mad about that. Or I could recognize this is a time to sharpen my tools. And all those verses I write, all those rhymes I write, just sharpen my tools. Um, Maybe I should take the time to become the best freestyler version of myself I've I've ever been. And I've been a great freestyler before, but you got to be sharp currently. So take the time to do that. What am I doing right now with my time and energy that helps me get to where i'm going and that revolves around your mindset and your your to-do's for that day your list your scheduled focus you know wh- what does your your day look like what does your week look like are you getting those three workouts in five workouts in are you getting Practice time, writing time, artistic time. Are you recording your podcast? Are you writing new things, doing collaborations? There's a lot going on if you're trying to do it at your highest level. And so recognize that that's difficult. And so your program should affect that start to delete things from your life. If you wake up and you realize, man, the last whole last week I was just waking up and like checking my whole Facebook to see who was reacting to the election in some foul way and then I was ugh, muting them and reacting negative and why they think that way. Is that helping you? You know, if you're <clears throat> just tuning out on IG and fi- just watching snowboard videos wishing you go snowboarding, is that helping you? If it is, it helps you write a song, fine, but if it doesn't help you, if it if it doesn't help you, you know, shift gears so you can go do the workout or shift gears and do your task at work, whatever it might be, if it's fluff, if it's extra, if it's something that's not a part of your life, if your programming is not needed, you might want to get rid of it. For real. When I was younger, my mom told me to mute the commercials. She would have me mute any commercial when I would watch network TV. And it was kind of a chore. And I, I got in the habit of it eventually, but Later on, way later, I realized, like, wow, she didn't want me to be exposed to these ridiculous marketing norms that are out there. Salute to mom for that one because um, it kind of taught me, I don't know, <laughs> flipping channels and not exposing yourself, just watching program, like actual TV, not commercial programming. And I think I, that kind of t- hipped me to, I don't know, just not being a sucker and wasting my mind space on things that I didn't, didn't intend to. So, you know, what are you checking each day? What websites you looking at? What music you listen to? Is it helping you? Is it helping you to focus? You know, what books you reading? Are you checking your timeline all day? You know, what, what friends are, are building you up and providing this good self-talk or kind of helping you to have better self-talk? What folks are kind of bu- are breaking you down and, and causing you to compete with yourself and them in a negative way? So your input, kind of cycles, are, are vital to to getting where you want to go. Because we got these, you know, twenty four hours a day. But if we're in our own way half the time, or working at half capacity, it ain't gonna work. We're not gonna be able to make the choices we need to make to accomplish the work that is ours to begin with. You know, like you're already destined to do this. You just got in your own way on the way there. So just remove some of the roadblocks. You know, choose the right programming. You want to you wanna learn Italian, you better spend some time working on Italian this week. You want to become a break dancer, you better spend some time on the cardboard this week. You, same thing with DJ. same thing with rapping, same thing with, you know, playing ball, same thing with, you know, playing the flute, same thing with whatever it might be. You want to get good at it, learn to enjoy the process of getting there youtube is filled with every do-it-yourself how-to video you could learn how to probably build a car from scratch whatever that means you could you know what i'm saying like you could learn so many skills and incredible things on youtube but you're going to take the time to do it you got to do the learning you got to put in the hours you got to put one foot in front of another and learn how to do things so what do you want to do where you want to go how are you going to get there that's your programming. Pull out that calendar, pull out that chart for tomorrow and schedule your day accordingly. You got a big old, you know, what, 16 hours, 17 hours of awake time each cycle. Well, How are you filling that? You got eight hours of work. Cool. How's the rest of it filled? You got like three or four hours of in transit wasted time. Okay. What's the rest of it? You got to do two hours of dad's time. I got you. What is left and how can you prioritize it? Because that's your time. That's your life. That's your choices of how you get where you're gonna go, okay? So um, kind of a foreshadow to later, I'll do an episode about homeschooling and um, how in the world folks like myself can um, hang on for dear life while trying to somehow take control of the situation they're in. Because it's kind of an opportunity, right? To have your, your, your child at home, but it's also a huge responsibility um like any other time you've had your child at home but when they're fourth grade and you kind of expect them, them to be in public school and they're at home and you know you're teaching them division it's like new math it's tricky so i'll do an episode on that as well but for right now um just wanted to talk to you about choosing your programming uh, be a critical thinker. Let's kind, of, let's kind of sum it up right here. Be a critical thinker. If like For me, when I was watching the, the voting stuff, I was trying to take different sources in. I wanted to see what Fox News folks were getting, so I checked that. I checked CNN. I checked NBC News. I checked MSNBC. I checked ABC. I want to see what are folks saying and what, what's the, what are the channels and media saying to the masses? I think that's important. Even though I know the game is out there, um, I don't just want to watch NPR. Or, or just listen to NPR, or just find a way to you know check certain websites that I'm preference to, that's the echo chamber. So listen to different sources, find a way to, you know, if you're going to really pay attention to news, have different news sources so you're getting a different set of information and not just this one over-dominating voice or just hearing what you want to hear in that echo chamber type of thing. So kind of from two angles here, choose your programming wisely if you're a news person or this election cycle is kind of the current event I was thinking about with that. And then really just choose your life programming is the bigger picture. How does your your day to day consumption of information, of media, of you know what you listen to, watch, talk about, read, all that, how does that affect your choices, your next day, your your choices today, the whole thing. Apply some conscious, you know, reasoning and, and some focus and purpose and some planning to what you're doing because it, it matters it'll get you where you're going i think is the, is the main thing i'm trying to say so uh thank y'all for listening i'm rambling here at the end but that should happen sometimes <laughs> what are you gonna do um yeah as of press time when i was releasing re, uh, recording this i uh, the headline said biden wins so salute to biden and to the uh kamala harris camp um i know y'all ain't perfect a lot of us know y'all ain't perfect but who's perfect um trump was a vile gangster of a human they need to get the fuck out of there so he is gone is what it looks like i mean i think he's gonna fight in the courts and all that but when all the major you know news outlets are saying that he won i think he won so um congratulations and hopefully the next four years are a much better direction for our country what you can affect your programming of is not the big huge picture that's the zeitgeist you can affect your small picture so choose your programming wisely what are you listening to in the car what are you thinking about in the shower what do you think about before you go to bed at night choose your own kind of stations to tune into in your mind it will vastly improve where your compass is kind of helping lead you to so uh thank y'all once again who needs a classroom you do i do uh, we all do crazy times but hopefully the uh, the new captain of the ship will get us on a new um, direction in 2021 uh, please be careful out there this week there have been multiple days of six figure plus coronavirus new cases in the US uh, I think Texas has over a million cases right now uh, my tiny little county uh, has numbers I wouldn't even think fathomable uh, if you told me this a year, a year ago so Please be careful. Wear your masks. Um, It could save your life. It could fully change your exposure level. Um, I know this because my wife is a healthcare provider. She is a nurse practitioner. Uh, At one point this year, her assistant got coronavirus. She was with this person, 18 patients worth the whole day. Saw her all day, um, interacted with her at close range, but kept her mask on all day. She didn't get coronavirus because of her habits, because of her... Watching her washing her hands, watching her distancing as best she could, wearing her mask. Um, So um, these things really work. They're not they're not fake news. So some of us are excited for the new you know commander in chief because it will affect the uh, the behavior on the ground to have somebody respecting the science at the top. So um, the science is real. The health outcomes are real. Please protect yourself. Please do the right things. Um, don't go out every day for different things. You know, cluster your going out trips, that type of thing. Um, limit your vectors from an infectious disease perspective. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, once again, my name is Chris Shreve. Uh, who needs a classroom? You do. I do. We do. Peace.